0: Today we're connecting to the roots, food alchemy, and the culture of food, dining, and connecting to one another. These segments are really intended to give you some wisdom about some food, ways to connect to your food differently, and to the world around you in a way that repairs some of our conversations that we've had with what we consume, with one another, and also to shine a light on beautiful work that has been dedicated to creating cuisine in all different shapes and forms and the medicine behind foods. So today we're going to be diving into celery, one of my, gosh, favorite vegetables. It I think, in the Western culture, had been downgraded to a platter with dehydrated carrots and celery with ranch dressing, and both those foods have so much to offer, and then when you think about how long it takes to grow a carrot or a a bunch of celery, some stalks of celery, it's quite amazing, and kind of remembering maybe to have a little bit of reverence for how long that takes. I've watched uh, for months now some carrots growing at a local Waldorf school and having them finally all harvested just reminded me of that and that when we can take time to remember how long it does take to grow food, that one, we might be inspired to consume less to to have a deeper relationship with it and understand what it provides us with. And today we're going to be connecting uh, to three different texts, Bodies of Information, Shining a Light on the New Mediterranean Diet Cookbook by Nancy Harmon Jenkins, Healing with Whole Foods, and the Tibetan Medical Diary Book, Volume 1, Potency and Preparation of Vegetables. And as we explore these, we'll be exploring still because as we are in the northern hemisphere right now when I'm recording this segment, we are just about to embark on spring by Guyan standards. However, most of the planet uh, is experiencing in the northern hemisphere, cold, cold weather. So we still have time to enjoy some winter vegetables as we prepare our soils for spring to summer crops. And then no matter when you connect to this information, it's always an opportunity for you to stop, contemplate, and then when you meet that food again, you can decide how you want to approach it. The one thing I want to point out as we connect to the new Mediterranean Diet Cookbook, I tend to stay clear of the word diet. I find that it creates a, a push-pull with the psyche and with self-worth and many things. So, well, I don't know why uh, Nancy might have been inspired to use that word, however, I'm going to completely honor that she probably has her own relationship with that syntax, as do I. So, the only thing I like to encourage people is that to remember where you're from on planet Earth. Remember what your biology craves. Listen to your biology. And even as we connect to celery today, I've been in conversations with many people that say they have an averse reaction. And I've had other fellow chefs and culinary uh Wizards say that a lot of times they feel people have a lot of allergies to that. We'll touch on that later as to potentially why, and it might not be because of the vegetable, it might be because of the earth that it's grown in. So, what we're going to do is we're going to finish out listening to the song that we just started with. It's uh, Kyrleen and this cyan blue color. This cleansing color. And the reason I bring this song, it's by uh, Ben Lindbach and Jeffrey Gordon. Uh, It is on a global album, Puto Mayo. And you can also download it in different ways. But I included the album because I encourage people to support the arts and creation. So if you like the song and are inspired, the entire album is amazing. It's a compilation of several artists. And as you listen to the song, allow this time to be the time that you connect with the earth, the elements, and to connect to the clearing that celery provides. We'll talk about that more. And it's gentle qualities, it's nourishing qualities, it's watery qualities. And as you just take a moment for self, just take the time to breathe in and out. And really do a little bit of a recapitulation on how you've been eating this week, what has been coming up for you, where you would like to go with that. And to notice and be really clear with self if you do struggle with uh, food, meaning that it's a constant conversation in the sense of what you can have or can't have. We will employ the medicine of celery to help us clear that energy and maybe embark on a new territory Creating the opportunity to maybe cross that river on a beautiful log that maybe has fallen across to let us reach to the other side and inspire us to have a new conversation with food, one that is filled with sacredness, reverence, and remembrance of how food was intended to nourish us. So with that being said, this is about a seven-minute segment. Allow yourself to... Be still for a moment. Take a moment to see if you can be still with self. Follow the music. Follow the breath. Breathing in from the root and the sacral region, the lower energy centers of your body. Breathing in, filling up your entire vessel, and exhaling out fully. And where you notice any turbulence that you've carried around the matter of food, please exhale from there and then inhale to there clearing that energy center, clearing those pockets in your body or where you might be noticing any stagnation in this moment or today when you got up out of bed, if you noticed that there was a part of your body, body that was stiff, feeling dull, not sharp, breathe in and out of that region mindfully sending your prana, your breath, your life force to regenerate that region of the body. a deep breath in and out and just returning to here and allowing whatever arrived in your mind's eye just to fall away in this moment and just to acknowledge whatever you might have witnessed or seen within how you've been relating to food in this past few moments here on earth, that in every moment we have the opportunity to refine and learn something new and gain new perspective. So as we explore this idea of food, uh, celery, as mentioned, some people have told me or shared with me that a lot of people have allergic reactions to celery and garlic and other things. So one thing, if you think about celery and you look at some of the images that were posted here today, celery is very porous, I meaning it, it's absorbent, like a lettuce and All vegetables are, but this is, you can actually, when you cut it in half, you can see the amount of water in this vegetable, and it doesn't have as hard of an exterior shell like a cucumber. So, if you keep in the mindset and understand, A, where is your celery coming from, if it's genetically modified, if it's grown conventional, meaning with pesticides, soil amendment to keep the pests from taking on the celery. Celery is not super, super easy to seed up, uh, so it takes some time and patience, and if it's grown in monocrops, there's all these things, and what is the exterior environmental conditions, the air quality, so you might find, oh, I'm allergic to celery, however, it might be actually the chemicals that have been absorbed by the celery that you're having a reaction to, so I really encourage anyone to a buy organic people might say it's expensive what will happen is if the, the more the community global community starts requesting and only purchasing organic and this might mean we go through a little bit of a veggie crunch pun intended is that the, the people that are producing the food will go to where the demand is simple economics In addition, this will increase your wellness by doing this and you can start also by consuming less. Consume less vegetables, buy less. Think about how much you're wasting. So people say, well, it's more expensive. If you really look at the price, it's not that much more expensive. And are you going to the other aisles and buying chips or frozen foods or canned foods? If you just buy whole foods fresh foods that are organic, produce clean, get to know your farmer, see how they're producing the food. This will enable you to understand what you're putting into your body. So with that being said, celery, we're going to connect first to the Tibetan cookbook and look at uh, this. It's a simple, fun guide that takes you through each vegetable and gives you just a one-pager as it's viewed from another culture. What you can find when you're cooking foods and exploring recipes and information medicinally and just from culinary aspect is you start to learn how and why different cultures used foods in their dishes. So here, uh, chinsel celery, is... A structure and habit, as they state in the book, it is a herb with dense, similar, hairy root. Many stems grow from ground, covering each other and standing upright. Several branches come out from the top with halves with little leaves, which have a strong aroma, and it is cultivated most of the region in moderate climate condition. So. Uh, The taste is sweet to hot, cooling, it relieves fever, lung disease, hangover, thirst, increases appetite, helps to stop vomiting, induced by heat in stomach, bleeding with urine, bedwetting, and brings down blood pressure. It can be, the contradictions, it can be harmful in a case of cold disorder and those with low blood pressure because celery is very cooling. So I'm going to show you this cross-comparison right now, and this is to help teach or model that it's always good to cross-check your references. So now we're going to connect again uh, to Paul Pitchford's book, and the reason I keep shining a light on his book is to show you how robust it is and how much information. And literally, when I go into celery, if you look in the back, there's many, many, many pages that it will be referenced throughout the entire book. And then there's one main section where celery is featured in a nice line drawing of it. Uh, In here, he'll state that the celery is cooling, thermal in nature, sweet and bitter in flavor, and benefits the stomach, spleen, pancreas, and calms an aggravated liver, improves digestion, Dries damp excess, purifies the blood, reduces wind conditions such as vertigo and nervousness and promotes sweating. Also used for heat excess such as eye inflammation, burning urine, blood and urine, acne and canker sores and to cool internal heat in the liver and stomach which often contributes to headaches and excessive appetite among other um, maladies. So this also the celery they'll say uh, one you see increases appetite, but they say uh, eating raw celery uh, can use for appetite control, and the reason is is that it's watery. You can eat it between meals, and it'll slow you down, and encourage you to chew your food, and maybe not eat something else that wouldn't be as nutritious for you. Celery is this beautiful superfood. It also has all these anti-cancer-fighting agents. So, again, as it was downgraded, in my opinion, to uh, a vegetable platter in the sense that uh, not made mindfully potentially with a lot of chemicals in it, um, and then given paired with ranch and carrots in a way that really if you took those carrots and celery and juiced them together, what a beautiful drink you might have or sauté them lightly or steam them lightly or make a soup or a broth with them is a great way to go. And if you're a raw foodie, there's many things that you can do with them. Uh, In that respect, too, celery juice combined with a little lemon juice is a remedy for the common cold when fever is more prominent than chills. This combination is also helpful in headaches caused by high blood pressure and by heat conditions, red face, red head feels hot, red tongue, or irritability. Celery juice alone or in combination with lemon is useful for diabetes and helps clear uh, acidic conditions commonly caused by diabetes. So this Celery is also very high in silicon. It helps renew joints, bones, arteries, all connective tissue. Because of these effects and the capacity of celery to clear digestive fermentation, dampness, and acidic blood that frequently accompanies tissue inflammation, it is useful in the treatment of rheumatism, arthritis, gout, and nerve inflammations. Both the stalks and the roots are used in the east and west to treat high blood pressure and safely remedy for high blood pressure during pregnancy. So, if you have, especially if you have an edema, so juice that. You can also, uh, celery is really easy on the liver. Organic celery uh, is really easy on the liver. You can combine it additionally with lime uh, that is more alkaline than the lemon. So. You can see just from this little bit of information how there's this opportunity to reengage with this uh, vegetable if you never have or never thought much of it, and it's uh, really a beautiful inexpensive vegetable to get in the produce section at your local market, and if they don't have organic, you can shop around to some other natural food stores or a farmer's market. Now what we're going to do is we're going to just shine a quick light on the new Mediterranean diet cookbook by Nancy Harmon Jenkins. And this cookbook was actually gifted to me. I tend to gravitate towards Mediterranean flavors in that region of the world. And there's many influences as you Read this book, if you're inspired to get it, um, from pastas to tarts to soups and also connecting it to all the different regions in the Mediterranean. So that goes from Italy to Lebanon to Turkey to Greece and you have all these beautiful flavors. She's done a really nice job of mixing the varieties and suggesting how you can make the change. Uh, in your diet and see how it harmonizes with you. So this is the key is really thinking about traditionally the type of restaurants you like to go, what kind of flavors you typically like, and they typically change over the course of your lifetime. And if you notice, you do have a little bit of more filling up on flavors and really having to oversaturate flavors. Try to bring that back a little bit so you can reawaken your taste buds so you can really taste the subtleties in something and start to sharpen your ability to see what's in there. When we oversaturate our taste buds with a lot of flavors, uh, sometimes we begin to dull them, um, and we're not as equipped to really understand what's happening in our mouth and in our body. So in her uh, roasted winter vegetables, roots, shoots, and squashes, this is a recipe that does include celery, parsley, onions, chili, carrots, the root of the celery, uh, turnips, which are great things a lot of people don't cook with, sweet potatoes, hard winter squash, and leeks, beets, So this is a great way a lot of times people in the winter don't know what to do with all these root vegetables. What I love doing is I uh, cut them all up, as shown in this recipe, and I roast them. I toss them in in a little bit of oil, fresh herbs from the garden, and roast them. And they're a great thing to have as a meal then. And then you can add them to a salad uh, later on or that day or in the next day. Or you can add those roasted vegetables to a frittata or an omelet. And it's a great way to use them that, in that vein. And you can additionally make a, a vegetable stock and then blend that stock once you've heated it with the the roasted vegetables so will have an oil on it. And that can be used for sauces. It can be used as a base for another soup. So there's all these ways to really use your vegetables uh, and mindfully and get many things out of them. So, if you feel that you're not going to use all your vegetables, you can always make stocks. Um, and if you can't keep use them immediately, you can freeze them. It's a great way to store them and reuse them. And you can add fresh vegetables to bring some prana and life back to them. So, with that being said, you have... a opportunity in this moment just to really uh, be in conversation with the food that you're eating right now. Go to your refrigerator. See if you have some vegetables in there, what type of vegetables, and think about celery in the near future. See how it crosses your path, how you're inspired to connect with it and integrate it into your food and utilize it as this beautiful regenerative gift that you can give to yourself on a daily basis. Being that it's grown uh, year-round in many places in the world, it is something that can become almost a staple in our diet if we so do choose to have both in winter, spring, summer, and fall. So until next time, this is she, and we're going to sign out with a little Anne Heaton, Losses of Her Ancestors. That's how I kind of feel about uh celery in a little bit like we've lost our ancestor and it's time to welcome this beautiful gift back in as you exit out if you're inspired once again please support the arts connect to Anne's beautiful voice she has a new album coming out in the very near future in the middle of the month and until next time this is she signing out with a full heart a big smile a happy gaze and a namaste she was grieving the angry loss that's